0: The creator economy, this is one of these buzzwords that I don't think existed a year ago. It's come out of nowhere, but actually, it's based on a lot of things that are deeply related to influencer marketing. I wanna go through what those things are and give you advice, whether you are a content creator slash influencer, or you are a marketer slash business owner as to how to take advantage of the creator economy on this next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast.
1: Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover whether you're a marketing professional entrepreneur or business owner you need someone you can rely on for expert advice good thing you've got Neil on your side because Neil Schaefer is your, your digital, digital marketing marketing, marketing coach. coach helping you grow your business with digital first marketing one episode at a time this is your digital marketing coach and this is Neil Schaefer
0: Hey everybody, Neil Schaefer here. Welcome to episode number 241 of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. We are nearing the end of the year. Ends of years are always a little special for me because I am a Sagittarius boy. So I did celebrate my birthday recently. And well, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have already seen, but I treated myself to a special birthday present. I got the latest 2021 MacBook Pro with the M1 Pro chipset for all of you tech nerds out there, and I'm really excited. For those of you that don't know, I record these solo episodes. I have a Rode Podcaster microphone, which I highly recommend. It's one of those niche microphones that are hard to find on Amazon. Sometimes they're out of stock, but I I really love it. I can't thank my podcast editor, Becky, enough for the recommendation. But now... On this new MacBook Pro, it says that GarageBand, where I record the episodes, is optimized for MacBook Pro. And it says, quote, end quote, experience workstation class performance with optimizations for M1 Pro and M1 Max in a new MacBook Pro. Let me know if this sounds fundamentally better or if it still sounds the same. Because if it still sounds the same, well, you probably don't need to go out and buy an M1 uh, MacBook Pro yourself. But I am really excited. of the reasons why i wanted this new macbook pro number one is that it does have a high def internal video camera so i don't need to use an external video camera going forward Uh, on my digital first mastermind it was ted schachter going to give him a shout out he was the one who showed me the performance of his new m1 macbook pro and it was amazing the video it was even better than those logitech cameras a lot of people externally are adding or attaching to their computers. The other one is the internal microphone is actually really good. Now, I invested in this Rode Podcaster, so it ain't going anywhere. But when I am away or, you know, traveling, what have you, the internal microphone, I literally sent an audio recording of Ted in our mastermind over Zoom to my editor who who was pleasantly surprised by how high quality the performance or how high quality that, that internal microphone of the new MacBook Pros are. So just something to think about. For me, you know, life simple best and I just want to simplify things. So one less, two less external things to plug in. I am a happy camper. And now when I am away, like when I was in Japan, I was carrying an external video camera. I was carrying an external mic. I won't need to carry those things and still feel confident that I could record or live stream or zoom at high quality. Okay. This is not a technology podcast. I know that's not why you're here. So let's get into today's topic of the creator economy and its relationship to influencer marketing. There are a few podcasts that I listen to where this this keyword seems to come up a lot, including in my RSS feeds when I look at new blog posts. So there's a lot of buzz right now. And it's almost like this creator economy is something new. I'm gonna argue with you that there's really nothing new about it, but I think by looking at some trends and some history, you're gonna get a better feel as to what it is and most importantly, how to leverage it because this podcast is all about giving you actionable advice. So for those of you that read The Age of Influence and have read my blog post over at neilshafer.com, hint, hint, you know that I say that you cannot become an online influencer without publishing online content. They go hand in hand. Therefore, from my perspective, being a content creator has always been a necessity to yielding influence online, but not all content creators necessarily become influencers. Hope that makes sense. So why all of the buzz all of the sudden about this quote-unquote creator economy? Now, we're gonna do a little history class today Because the original content creators, and I'm talking about the original digital content creators, creator economy, content creator, right? You see the link there. The original digital content creators were bloggers, mommy bloggers. Talked about them a decade ago. YouTubers, although early YouTubers really weren't as successful until they got into gaming and we saw a bunch of really famous YouTube influencers Come from gaming over the last several years and podcasters. We've been around for a long time. I mean, look at Pat Flynn, case in point. Then came Instagrammers. So you didn't have to create this long form content in order to yield influence. And we saw Instagram. I mean, you could argue Snapchat before Instagram, but we really saw Instagram as people through photos primarily, although there were some videos and live stream. And that's really where we entered this golden era of influencer marketing, because that is where brands realized that they could tap into social media users on Instagram who had a lot of influence. And really that's where we saw influencer marketing budgets really skyrocket, for lack of a better word, over the last two to three years. And now we have TikTokers, which is bringing this and content creators and what we call the creator economy to a whole new level. Just as Snapchat, for those that remember, introduced the account takeover, right? It was unheard of for brands to give away access of their account to a third party. But really, Snapchat was the first instance where I believe this happened, primarily because brands couldn't figure it out. And I think we have something similar with TikTok. But TikTok has created, as you know, a brand new way of content creation that is literally the envy of other social networks who are trying to compete with them. And... Most importantly, we saw it with the account takeovers and Snapchat. It makes it even harder for brands to compete with organic content in terms of its creativity and rawness. We also saw TikTok become the first platform to have their own sponsored marketplace for content creators, i.e. influencers, to generate business through brand collaborations. Basically, TikTok has their own influencer marketplace. I'll be sure to put the link to that. In the show notes, I, I do have clients that are working with influencers directly on that marketplace, bypassing any influencer marketing tool, any influencer marketing agency for better or worse. That That is a topic of an entirely different uh, podcast episode that I will have in the future. And then today, literally today is when it was announced According to one data point, but it's a pretty significant data point coming from the really smart folks over at Cloudflare who manage a great amount of the web's traffic, that TikTok surpassed Google in 2021 in terms of website traffic. It is clear who yields power today. It is the content creator. And case in point, for the first time, social networks are actually paying creators to create content, knowing that it is the content and the influencers creating that content that uses trust that keeps people coming back to the site. You know, Facebook did well for a while because your friends would keep coming back to the site. We're all over the place now. That's not necessarily the case. And the content on Facebook is all over the place as well. TikTok has really brought all of this to a whole new level. And the value of content creators to a whole new level as well And therefore, it almost does become its own mini economy. Now, let's look at it now. I looked at it from like the social network and and the marketing side. Let's look at it from the content creator side. So on the other hand, content creators, and just once again, roll back the clock 10 years, usually started out leveraging advertising as a main revenue source. This could be Google AdSense. Obviously, there's other advertising platforms like AdThrive. Etc. We also have YouTube. Once you qualify of being able to advertise through YouTube ads as well, and then there was usually a shift to affiliate marketing. And I mentioned Pat Flynn again, who became very, very famous for that. And now, over the last few years, brand collaborations better known as influencer marketing, have become a staple of revenue for content creators. It's funny because the emergence of Instagram influencer marketing is when we started talking more about the term influencer marketing, but it's actually been happening on YouTube for quite some time. They just call it brand collaborations, brand partnerships. They never really use the term influencer marketing, but it has been going on there for as long, if not longer than it's been going on as Instagram. So these are the revenue sources that content creators have. And you can imagine how influencer marketing has only, as influencer marketing budgets have increased, that's become a bigger amount of money for content creators. But now we can add social networks as another potential revenue source. I logged into Instagram yesterday, hey, do you want rewards for sharing reels? It's like every month they're asking me to share reels and they're rewarding me if I get a lot of views on those reels, right? And other networks are doing something similar. They have these creator funds, YouTube Shorts, TikTok, what have you, for sharing content. But now, and I think this is one of the effects that coronavirus has had, I would argue that we're seeing an even greater democratization of online influence and simply put, there are more content creators influencing more people than ever before. Combine this with the fact that it's easier than ever for content creators to create their own product. Whether it's a hardware product like clothing, like Teespring, or, you know, I, I reference Pat Flynn, sorry for referencing so much in this episode, but, you know, he has his own little tripod. Why does the name, SwitchPod, why did the name escape me there? You know, it, it could be a hardware product that you outsource and, and you sell, or it could be a software service, right? Like, think digital education, think of courses. It could even be an online membership community, something that I've started with my digital first mastermind. And now we have an additional revenue source where there are platforms out there like the Teachables, the Thinkific for courses, you know, Podia. We have platforms like Circle for membership community. We have, you know, great platforms. I've become a really big fan of MiloTree Easy Payments. Going to give them a shout out because I'm planning to launch my first workshop using their platform. I'll try to have links to all these in the show notes, but it is easier than ever for content creators to add their own product, to productize their own IP, and this additional revenue source is the most scalable and potentially, therefore, the most profitable. So you can now see the increased influence that content creators have to the point where it is so big and directly impacting the growth of social networks, as we see with TikTok, that we now have the term the creator economy. So influencer marketing, therefore, is a subset of the creator economy, but still an important one for both brands and content creators. In fact, it's become increasingly important for brands, whereas for content creators, it may not be as important as it used to be because of all these other avenues that they can gain revenue from their content creation. So what does this mean for influencer marketers or for digital social media marketers? I believe that content creators now have the upper hand in the brand influencer relationship. With every new social network content format and trending TikTok video that launches a new type of content that everybody wants to emulate, content creators prove that they are the only ones who can truly set the trend for what social media users, i.e. all of us, end up consuming. This is a truly remarkable transformation of events. It brings the influence of social media to a higher and higher level, especially with younger and younger demographics. So I believe the creator economy has become so big that influencers can now be a little bit more selective as to the brands they work with. And therefore, I believe brands need to be a little bit more cooperative and truly collaborative with the influencers they work with in order to maintain a successful relationship. I've always said the most successful relationships are going to be long-term, collaborative, mutual win-win. This only becomes more and more important because creators, simply put, have more influence and have more options than they used to just two years ago when I wrote The Age of Influence. So an interesting thing that's also happened though is in many ways the creator economy also begins to level the playing field and bring more transparency and authenticity without the fake followers to influencer marketing. After all, influencers are now more and more being judged by their content, not necessarily their current follower count or even engagement, which are still being looked at without doubt, but it's not the singular focus like it used to be. Now, If you're a content creator, this is all great news, right? Follow your passion and create. And if your company is now on the sidelines about influencer marketing, or the growth of what we call the creator economy, should only give you more opportunities to find that specific content creator that is the perfect fit for your business. The creator economy is the latest trend in the age of influence. With the democratization of online influence and digital content creation, We can say with certainty that the creator economy is here to stay, and as a byproduct, it actually will only strengthen the role of influencer marketing with additional options for marketers and access to content that continues to build trust and generate results. If you're on the sidelines, start now, whether... You are an entrepreneur that wants to leverage social for your business, start creating content, become part of this creator economy where you cash in not on your personal brand, but what it leads, the business that that personal brand leads to. And if you are a business, you need to get started doing this. You're just gonna be absolutely blind. No one is gonna hear you in social media. Your content's gonna get less and less traffic from social media to your website. You're gonna get less and less impressions. I really do think that the writing is on the wall. There are ways to leverage influencers from within. This goes beyond the scope of this podcast, but be prepared for episode number 243. This is going to launch. It's going to be our first episode of 2022 on where to invest in 2022. And that's going to give you some advice that, hey, you don't have to go it alone. There are influencers within your sphere of influence that you can more easily leverage, right? That can help you as well for your business. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm really passionate about the creator economy, about content creation, and about influencer marketing. So for me, it's a really, really fun topic to talk about. And I think it truly does show the impact that all of the changes over the last two years is having on how we consume media. And I just hope that, you know, if you're a content creator, One of the episodes I'm going to launch, the second episode I'm going to launch of 2022 is going to be episode number 244. It's going to be all about what to launch this year. I hope to publish both that episode and the episode of where to invest in 2022 all in the same week, because I do believe there's plenty of opportunities, not just for content creators, but for businesses to launch new marketing channels as well. And I want to cover that in a special episode. So needless to say, keep subscribing. If you haven't, watch out for the new episodes. My solo episodes are mixed in with episodes of people that are interviewed that also bring different perspectives and they also bring what I believe a lot of really invaluable education to you as well. So keep subscribing, share this in social media, tell a friend, please, any review that you can offer for this podcast really helps it be found in the search engines of podcast apps. And if I can be of any help, please reach out to me. Always interested to hear your feedback as well as if there are certain topics that you'd like me to cover uh, on this podcast. I will say that having recorded 240 something episodes, if you go to podcast.neilshafer.com you will find, and I am continuing to add show notes and transcripts to all of the episodes, but you can search through. If you just want to hear me talk about LinkedIn or about Twitter, or about influencer marketing, you can easily search and find them there. I also have more than 450 blog posts on neilschafer.com all there to help you Really, as your digital marketing coach, help you apply everything I'm talking about to your business. And obviously, if you need help above and beyond that, I do have my fractional CMO, marketing consultant services, as well as my digital first mastermind. If you're not ready for a consultant, but you need some accountability, you need some help, you want to network with other entrepreneurs, other digital marketers, you want to be part of this community that I'm creating where we're all launching, we're all growing, feel free to join Digital First. Go to neilschafer.com slash membership. All these links are in the show notes at the very bottom. And hey, this is going to be my last personal episode for 2021. The uh, last episode of 2021 will be an interview with one of my Digital First members. But it's been a great year. I do not always publish as consistently as I would like to. And I am on a mission to get better at that. And I feel like it is attainable. And I am hoping there might be some periods in January where you're going to see two episodes a week. I really want to get back to that weekly cadence sweet spot. And I hope to do so in February next year. And really what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get to 50 episodes a year. I ideally wanted my last, my first episode of 2022 to be episode number 250. Well, it's only gonna be episode number 243, but I am on a mission to make sure that my first episode of 2023 is episode number 300. Let's see how it goes. It's these little goals that we make and we push ourselves is how we achieve greatness. I hope that you will do that with your own digital marketing I wish you the happiest of holidays. I know we're at the tail end of the holiday season, but the happiest of whatever holiday break that you have left, and of course, New Year's Eve, and the happiest of New Year's as well. We'll talk to you again directly on another solo episode in 2022. One more interview episode coming up to end the year out, and then that's it. Let's roll for New Year. Let's achieve bigger, greater goals, and I hope that this podcast helps contribute to your success in 2021, in 2022, in 2023, and well into the future. All right, I'm going to stop there. I've said enough. I've said what needs to be said. This is your digital marketing coach signing out.
1: You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests